When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sissoko finally waited. Ericsson, low, great ball into the middle. What a save by Heaton. Tonight's Davison Sanchez, Lucas Moura. And belted into the net, brilliant goal. On debut, Tungay Ondombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh yeah! What a finish for 3-2 from Serge Aurier! Kane, good area for Spurs, and Kane's not afraid to shoot! Wow, what a goal, Harry Kane! That is exceptional! Try and place it, wonderfully taken by Eric Lamella. Never afraid to take on a shot, and with good reason. Terry in the Burnley back line, and Son breaks forward. Oh wow, what a run! Yermin Son, from inside his own half, has scored one of the best goals of his Spurs career! Welcome. Welcome and hello to another New Spurs Order podcast. Under the touchline fracker banner, I'll be a host for the first time in a few weeks. I've had a few weeks off. Um, I'll be X-Pac and I'll be joined by two people who need no introduction. Um, regular on the scene across their respective platforms. Yao, first up, uh, how you doing? I'm doing good. Very relaxed, very calm. Uh... I thought you would be quite calm. You are rocking Spurs merch for those who aren't uh, mm. looking at the visuals right now. He is, isn't he? Yeah. he is. I'm, try- I'm trying to do a Tobias. <laughs> are you the one gonna, who's going to be beating the drum in the south stand next season? I don't know what drum you want me to be beating. You need to say a pause at the end of the <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> no this but, is a good no time for you, but I'm not part of no. this. Pause. No pause. They, no pause. Yep. No pause. They no, no, need no. to. Oh, I'm not gonna be beating no drum pause in that stadium because they don't pay me enough. <laughs> well, no drum action for albums. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, in the background, you'll hear the dulcet tones and uh, the audio tones of Topes. How you doing? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back with the bros. Um, not so good to be talking about Spurs, but hey ho, hey ho. Well, yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Let's get into it then. Um, there was quite a lot of chat, firstly, in the group chat, just about a few different things this morning. Pretty topical things. There's a lot of um, talk about potential forward replacements going into the squad. As much as the the narrative from that's that's coming out of the club that kind of like suggests that this is kind of separate to K, we know it's not. Um, names have been banded around, like Gift Orban, Brennan Johnson, Carlo Moani, especially now uh, Gonzalo Ramos looks like he's off the market, going to PSG now, Vlahovic looks like he's probably going to Chelsea. Um, any kind of standout thoughts on any of those names as it stands? Um, so, uh, and I say this in the politest way possible because I'm sure my fellow Nigerian brother, is doing big things in Belgium. I believe he's playing in Belgium, right? Plays for Genk, right? But I am not prepared to see any Nigerian striker who isn't Victor Oshiman in Hotspur Way this summer, right? I'm not prepared to see that, yeah? So if Spurs... And what what I'm saying politely is it's not that I don't want Gift Auburn, I just don't know enough about him to be 100% sure. And when the option of a Kolo Moane is out there, you better go and get that Kolo Moane. Yeah? Go get that guy. If you're selling Harry Kane, go and get Moane. Right? I've come to terms with the price. The price is going to be the price now. There is no striker. There's no striker that is actually, like, good enough right now that isn't going to cost a bomb. They're all going to cost a bomb. 
So you may as well get one that's actually good. Is Mawani that good though to justify what? Uh, what's the fee being even banded around from? Isn't it something like 80, 80 million 90 euros? Million? 80 million euros. But and you're not he, paying. He played against Spurs paying. last season, didn't tear up any trees. So it is interesting. Yeah, he didn't. He was actually, I actually thought he was quite disappointing against us, but he's a good player from the little I've seen. He looks a good player. Like he can dribble, he can facilitate, he can run the chat, he can work the channels, he can make runs in behind, he's strong. Like, Technically, he's sound and he's 24 years old. So he ticks the age profile the club's looking looking at, right? So what are we waiting for? If if Harry Kane is really going, why have to settle for Brennan Johnson? Brennan Johnson, what? Mm. Where, 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 where's that one even come from? Like, decent player. Yeah, good lad. Yeah, Nottingham's finest. But sorry, sorry, he's not, he's not, he's not what I want, especially at 50 million. Nah, man, get out of here, please. Get out of here. If Spurs go to Nottingham Forest with 50 million in their hands and leave with Brennan Johnson, you failed. Sorry, you failed. Yeah, fair enough. I actually wrote Mawani, um, probably the highest out of those three. Well, it's clearly the highest out of those three names. It's just I can't ignore the, the Bundesliga factor of it. Like paying that much for any kind of Bundesliga attacker is, is always giving me a little bit of a... But, yeah, yeah. What are your kind of initial thoughts? I mean, I, I probably don't even need to ask thoughts about Gift Orban because of your, uh, your war against Nigerians. But I mean, there's the names being banded around. Is there any initial thoughts? Uh no, I'm not taking Gift. I'm, I'm with uh, Tobes on this one. Uh, if you're going to take a Nigerian striker, it has to be Oshiman. I'm not saying that he's really an option for us, but. You have to go for the top top range for it. Colo, uh, uh, I don't know. Um, if if it was going to be me personally, I'd rather take um, Vlavic. Uh, but the system's changed slightly. I don't know if he would be the best suited player for that system. Probably Moani would be the better of the two. And with Ramos going to PSG, that completely rules him out. So, yeah, I'd, I'd agree with toes on this one it's it's more if you're going to pick a player it has to be, be a player that definitely suits the style of play that we're looking to play but it can't be brendan johnson we, we literally saw what he did at Nottingham forest last season and it's not pulling up any trees whatsoever so why you'd spend 50 million pounds for somebody who hasn't pulled up a single tree a single root in the premier league is beyond my belief so I think that's all just nonsense paper talk that's trying to get him a move, personally. Yeah, and let's um, see the fee which has been banded around as well. It's unfortunate that clubs know we're desperate, especially for homegrown players, right? Um, yeah, it's it's all a bit silly. I don't know that much about Gift Orman, but I, I do like the profile of player we seem to be going for. Like I like the idea of a youngish, like 24 and under forward who's going to be dynamic can play as a nine and can obviously beat a man as well and just being able to play in multiple positions which is what i guess brennan johnson can do on paper i don't know about gift orban we know colo mawani can do it but yeah let's just let's see i don't know about that price but we'll probably find out as uh brennan johnson yeah we, we, johnson. we have no Christ. real other options to be honest they Christ. keep on closing each time we've been We've been sleeping. We've been, we've been sleeping on the market, and um, I'm promising the you there are, there are like sorry, Owen, to interject. Oh, no, but there no, are no. like sorry. there are like 30, 40 options I would take before Brennan Johnson. No word of a lie, and it may sound like I'm being disrespectful because he's not a bad player. Like, I'll let me just get that straight. He's not a bad player. I've I feel like he's okay, but whenever I've watched Nottingham Forest. This guy doesn't move me. Sorry, he doesn't. Like he's, he's good for them. But do I really see someone like Brennan Johnson coming to Spurs and pulling up trees? Not a chance. No, no, I don't. Fifty yeah. million pounds. <laughs> he's definitely not worth fifty. Like you say, he's a good player, but not fifty. Crazy, crazy. That's the front tags. I guess like no one even thought that uh, Nottingham Forest should have spent nearly that much on Morgan Gibbs-White and now it's 
looking like a snip. But yeah, it's, but his, it's, a, it's a crazy market. His is his is different though. His is different because one, he showed out for Sheffield United in the season before in the championship. Two, his talent has been evident from the get-go. Like when Wolves first got um, promoted to the Prem, he was playing for Wolves. The talent for this guy has been evident. And three, he is just a much better footballer than, than <laughs> he's just a much better footballer than than um than Brennan Johnson. Like if you have 50 million to spend and you go to Nottingham Forest and you don't pick up Morgan Gibbs White, but you pick up Brennan Johnson, Christ almighty, you've had a mare. You've had an absolute mare. Fair enough. And obviously, um, the Fabrizio confirmed news earlier today that we are looking in that kind of younger striker market and that uh, Alejo Feliz has been, uh, looks like it's been close to just being done, to be honest. Um, does anyone know anything about him so far? So, I mean, all I've Brief. heard, I mean, I know nothing Brief. about him either, but I heard uh, Tim Vickery speak about him earlier. I don't know if anyone else saw this segment, but he, um, I think he might even be a Spurs fan as well, you know, but he wasn't particularly moved. And he was saying how he'd seen him play for Mascheranos, I'd just seen that under 20s. And, you know, he still bats a couple of goals. He's a good, he's like a decent target man, but he just doesn't feel like he's ready for the Premier League yet. So, I think the sensible thing going off that and going off someone who's far more educated than, than me in this market, this player, sorry to load him back for at least a season and then, uh, then have him back afterwards. But yeah, I wasn't sure if you'd seen any more Argentinian football. Maybe, yeah. Uh... No, Reef, I do know about him. I did a little bit of research, transfer market, he played 29 games, apparently scored 11 goals. Um, then I did what everyone else did. I went on YouTube and watched a few of his clips and I wasn't moved. <laughs> I wasn't moved one. <laughs> I think the fees around like 10, 11 I saw bare headers. I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw yeah, bare yeah. headers. Yeah. I'm like, yo, is this like, the guy that plays like Aguero and Suarez? Yeah, Where's the dribbling? Like, oh, yeah, uh, Messi said so yeah. he's played like Suarez or reminded him of Suarez. I was, like, I was like, blood, there's a bunch of lying up going on over here because I could not see <laughs> none of what these men were saying. So... <laughs> I don't know what pack he needs to download before he gets to the Premier League, but he needs to download it fast because, yeah, it's bruv for ten million. This is this is a pet project because I don't know what we're doing here. But let's wait and see in it. Apparently, yeah. he's a FM manager wonder kid. I wouldn't know. Mm. Yeah, I've heard yeah, I've this seen as well. A few about that. I've heard this as well. If if he if he is if he's FM certified, then. That makes me more comfortable in signing him than the comp because I'll be real, football manager rarely gets it wrong unless it's like a Yaya Sonogo. Yeah, unless we're talking Yaya Sonogo, football manager rarely gets it wrong. So, boy, let's see. From what I read, anyway, it looks like Spurs would want to loan him out, right? Loan him out and then loan him back, and then and then he he comes join us like a year later or something like that. Which which I guess is fair if he's talented. If he's talented, well, but then we did that with Saar, so maybe it could work out. Yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> yeah, we'll see what happens there. There's just so much up in the up in the air for Spurs, especially like just generally in the market right now. So much work needs to be done to the squad, but we actually look like we've got progression in the centre back position. Uh, Mickey apparently has accelerated. Looks like it's nearly done, but for 50 million euros-ish is apparently what Wolfsburg want. Um, is that even worth it? I'll put that to the floor again. I, I don't know what, what the real price is. Spurs haven't come out and confirmed nothing. Fabrizio, tapping Fabrizio, hasn't come in and confirmed anything. So all of these like 50 million euros that's been banded around... I'm taking it as a pinch of salt until we know what the actual true um, price is. But what has pissed me off the most is that it's taken this long. This apparently this it was at this point four weeks ago. So I don't understand why we're only getting movement now. Like yeah. we're, we're like two weeks away from the start of the season. I understand. Not, I don't agree. On a serious note, I'm gonna. I, I don't. And I saw this today that apparently he's like. 
taking point on the whole transfer. Like, first and foremost, like why why is he taking point on on the transfer? Like, listen, I'm I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this in the nicest way possible. Daniel Coy's Levy. Yeah, because that's what he wants wants to call himself now, Daniel Coyes. Yeah, listen, you're walking a very, very thin line. You can't see me right now, as, as it currently stands. If you ever, if you ever, right now, lock eyes with me in public, you're gonna get knocked out. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay one flush, one dirty hook across your jaw side, because I don't know what you're doing with my club. But it's driving me up the wall, bruv. It's pissing me right off. You need to stop micromanaging this club. Or I'm going to start making phone calls to the Saudi Arabia man then. And it's going to be quick. It's going to be fast. It's going to be fierce. Alhamdulillah, we're going to purchase this club. And it's going to be over for you. I've had enough. I've had enough of this Fazio. He's taking the piss, bruv. Why is he still micromanaging transfers? When we know how, what he's like, he's gonna run things down to the end of the freaking month. Is he all right? No. Listen, do you know what though? He tried to hire people to take this part of the job. One turned out to be a crook. Fine, his assistant, Greta Steinson, he sacked so he could let his new kind of football operations guy, Scott Mann, take over. And it turns out he can't even officially start the job until he gets further clearance from the city group or something. So. There's Imagine no that. one looking after that side apart from him. And you can tell Imagine that it. he's been prioritising the marketing side of Spurs while we've been on tour, which is why probably why we've not seen any outgoings either, and which is why we've seen these regurgitated reports from tapping Fabrizio, who actually um, posted this new Mickey News yesterday as an exclusive, to, to his mm -hmm. credit. It might have been an exclusive. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's really stupid. How much he's, he's been up this whole backroom side of it. So, yeah, yeah, Levy's been walking that tightrope, I think. Yeah, he has. And then, and then when I, when I read that, like, apparent because I was reading, you know, some of these like Spurs ITKs, right? So you got your Paulo Keeves, you got, um, yeah. you got that other guy. What's his name? Oh, I can't remember his name. There was one. There was one called Darren that's come out of nowhere. That's apparently quite good as well. And then there's a bait one, George Sutton. Is it George? Yeah, George. Yeah. George, George, George Ban or something. Yeah, yeah George Ban. Not an ITK. No, he kind of is. He kind of is. No, no, is. I don't think so. Oh, he. No, I think he is. He, I, I think he kind of is because he like, himself as well. Yeah, like he, he, he doesn't like. He may not be as out there as like a Paul O'Keefe, but typically he does get fed some news here and there that actually turns out yeah. to be true. So he's one of them accounts where like if he says something. There's a yeah, bit of weight yeah. behind it because in the past you've, you, to be fair, you've known a little bit. But the point I'm making, point I'm making is when I was looking through some of their accounts, um, they were basically saying how like the fees closer to 30 million euros than 50. It's not going to be 50. But also I was hearing that um, Wolfsburg reneged on the price because they wanted more money, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But it always seems like there's excuses for for Levy. Why? Like. Always. So you mean I get it. Football negotiations are not as straightforward. It's not football manager. We don't. You don't just chuck in a beard and and it's done. But why is it always Spurs that have to stall and drag and drag and drag? Like if they said a new price, right? Why does it have to take so long to find a compromise? It's just it's just frustrating, man. It's, it's I frustrating. Of, I think a lot of teams don't want to actually deal with Spurs, and not because of the club. They don't want to deal with Levy. Let's talk about Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs make you look good. They're stretched khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird Dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. Bird Dogs uses anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. So how do you get them? You go to birddogs.com forward slash pool and enter promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com forward slash pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. That's, yeah, that's my... That. 
I think it is just clear that, as I say earlier, I think we oh, Levy prioritised the market side of Spurs while he was on tour. Now we're actually seeing action and more urgency in deals. Now we just happen to be back off tour. I just don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah, but I think that's stupid at the same time. Your your new manager clearly needed defensive recruits. You went and got your midfield recruit, fine, whatever. But we needed defensive recruits. You left your new manager on tour in a different country with Eric Dyer, who he did not use once as a starter. Didn't use him. Yeah? He didn't start a single tour game. Progress. Left him out. Even when Dyer was fit to play, he started Davis. Imagine that. If that's not a, a sign of intent, that this, that guy is not good enough, yeah? And what happened to all of this? Oh, Spurs are going to start ripping up contracts. I haven't seen a contract ripped. No one. The rebuild will be ginormous, they said. The same nonsense they said last season. Honestly, as yeah. I said, I've said it repeatedly. After last season's whole fiasco, centre-back fiasco, I take everything that these guys say with a pinch of salt. Oh, the rebuild will be ginormous. Spurs are going to be ripping up contracts. So why haven't they? Why haven't mm. they? You've got three players with a year left in their deals. In fact, four players. Perisic, Lloris, Dyer, wow. Sanchez. Sesson, in fact, five, been, yeah. five players. You've got five players with a year left in their contract. At least three of those players are, are categorically no longer good enough for Tottenham. Why are they still here? If contracts are going to be ripped up, why are they still here? Mm. Hmm? I, yeah, I think I think they were hoping they were hoping for one of the Saudi teams to come in for Lloris, but that man that man watched enough of the Premier League to know that guy's cooked. Oh man, I saw the foul. Inter in for Lloris apparently. So I don't know. Well, clearly not because they're going for summer. Oh, they're going for summer now. Oh man, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair, fair, fair. They, they, they listen. They don't. They don't want man that drinks alcohol before games. That's why yeah. he's not going to Saudi. Yeah, they don't want no wave you to be in their freaking squad. Alhamdulillah, you know they might. No, it be. makes sense. No, it makes sense. And Sanchez can get ten million, but other than that, like Perisic ain't getting money. Dyer probably isn't getting money at this point. Um, who is the other name? Forster. No, Forster's still got another year. I think. I, thought, I couldn't remember what the fifth name was in the last year. Success, Dyer, Sanchez, Maurice. Yeah, Seth has got a year left. He's got a year left, bro. To be fair. I wouldn't know. He's not my guy. Oh, he's not your guy anymore, yeah? No, he's not. He never was. (laughs) He never was. No, he never was. I just tell the truth about his initial spell under Conte and that was it. What what spell was this? Please tell us of this this spell that happened. the, um, (laughs) The season before last. He's talking about his his three or four good games. Towards the back end of that season, that was in Sanchez looked good. The ratio the, the games he played. Well. So what? Yeah, and oh, we had justification for him to be a backup then. Impossible. Hoyberg has played every single game since he's been at the club, and he's still an absolute piece of shit. Despite what people do on Twitter to try and lie about his contribution, that guy's ass, and I can't wait to see the end of that Danish reign. Yeah, and it looks like uh, the postman wants him uh, delivered somewhere else, to be fair. So I you've like got your that. wish like in that. that. And he shares... I like that. I the way you dropped that. I like that. Thank that you. Thank you. I took it from you in the chat earlier. So I'll anytime, throw the credit right me. back out. Some nice roses for you. Um, yeah, it looks like we're trying to get in another number six, potentially, on a, on an opportunistic one. Maybe from front, Cassie. As unlikely as it is, because he's probably going to go to Saudi or Juve. But... I like the idea of us getting the competent six in to replace maybe an out of favour eight. Um, but yeah, I was just seeing what the initial thoughts on that are before we before we move on. Frank Kesse as a six. Nah, on loan as well. I'll take him on loan. Yeah, every day of the week I'll take him on loan. I think it's just a normal loan. Either way. Um Bam. And yeah, we got Ben Tanker apparently back in two months, as he said to a fan earlier, which, yeah, I mean, we can touch pitch in two months, but it's going to take a, a fair while longer for him to get back to kind of the pre-World Cup levels, I think. Um, let's see, Tapsober uh, still might be ongoing. Those are just accusations. 
false accusations perhaps but still accusations from Fabrizio Ashley Phillips looks like it'll be wrapped up soon who knows that'll probably be another loan back out and then we've actually got a pre-season game coming up um I can't lie this pre-season has been a bit yeah it's been a bit off uh, we, we've got the Shakhtar game coming up uh what are our kind of initial expectations for that because we look like we've probably got a plan ahead for certain outcomes. I think this is our last game before our premiership. No, we've got Barcelona. We've got, we've got Barcelona, but that might be behind closed doors. I don't know actually what's going on with that game, but it's not our last okay. game. The Barcelona will be the, it's the Joanne Camper trophy or something like that. So it'll be mid oh, so, it's, so it's in front of a crowd. Yes, in front of a crowd. They're going to play it at um, the, the stadium. You know the stadium that Barca are playing now when, obviously, with their season away from the new Camp. So, I can't remember what it's called. The the one they use for the Olympics. So, they'll play it there. Um, what, that stadium? The 92 Olympic Stadium? Whichever one it is that's in Barcelona, I think that's the one that they're going to be playing. Yeah, at. if it's... If it's whoa! That stadium is massive, bro. That's not a joke. If it's the <laughs> Olympic Stadium in Barcelona, that is a wham stadium. People are going to be far away from the, the pitch, but the stadium, yeah. wow. Yeah, that's the one. Estadi, Estadi Olympic Louise Companies. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that stadium. It's the 92 Olympic Stadium. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Do, you, do your Googles, B. Yeah, yeah. So we, we might see Andombele again. Who knows? No, we won't. We'll, 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 we'll talk about him later on. We'll talk about him later on. We'll talk about him later on. Yeah? <laughs> but I, I do think, um, yeah, I guess... With the preseason, you're right. Like, to be honest, I did see so many fans moaning about it. Like, don't get it wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. Sorry. Like, I love a moan as well. And I feel like Spurs fans are entitled to moan about the club because the club are just not run well enough. But two weeks ago, I saw the club, I saw the, the fans screaming and moaning, oh, rah, rah, rah. oh only two preseason games. Oh, our season's F, our season's this. Listen. It's a setback, yes. But the way I'm looking at it is Spurs have way bigger priorities than playing right now for me, between now and the season starting, than playing like six or seven preseason matches. Of course, you want every player to be up to scratch. And preseason is important for fitness. And I think we're obviously going to be behind in regards to some of the other Premier League teams who have been able to play much more minutes than us, right? But such as the the um such as the the issues that we have in terms of players to be sold players coming in not played enough preseason games is it's not low on my priorities right now but it's not high my highest priority is getting quality players in we could play six or seven preseason games for all that matter if those six or seven preseason games are being played with the likes of Davies playing center back um, Dyer getting minutes, Sanchez getting minutes, Hoybier getting minutes, uh, Lacelso getting minutes. It doesn't matter. We need good players. We need good players. So, yes, preseason is a concern. Yes, Spurs should have played more games. However, I need to see some ballers go through Hotspur way. I need to see some ballers because I'm sick of this shit now. I'm sick of talking about how Spurs need to sell Joe Rodon. How many years have we been saying, oh, Joe Rodon's on the list of players that need to be sold? Joe Rodon, Tanganga, Sessegnon, uh, <laughs> Eric Dyer, Ben Davies. We've got four left-backs, nothing decided yet. We don't know whether Perisic is staying or going. Lloris already told you, he done told you he wants to leave. He done told you he wants to leave already. And he can't hack the Prem anymore. And he's still here. He's still here. <laughs> I mean, listen, I've I've done my due diligence. Yeah. I managed to get rid of one of our pieces of crap. And that was Harry Winks. It took me three seasons, but I did it. Yeah, he's gone. I'm not gonna lie to nobody. My next outgoing has to be Hoypiek. It just has to be. Yeah, I, I don't care for what the think pieces that have been on Twitter and the little, you know, the little, you know, I was going to say a name. I was going to say a name, but I'm going to, I'm going to be on my best <laughs> I'm not going to say a name. No, I will say a name. People like Jacko that are out here doing think pieces, yeah, to retain certain people. You got to relax yourself. You got to calm down. Yeah. 
I want my team to succeed. I'm not going to be out here dealing with think pieces that are going to just be lying. Hoiberg, just like Harry Winks, has been absolute dog garbage for us for the last two and a half seasons. And I cannot wait. Wait. I said wait, people, for that guy to come on down <laughs> and make his way to Seven Sisters train station out of North London. He has to go. But what I will say is this. Hoiberg, you talk a great game. You really do. I think you're going to be a fantastic coach. But as a football player, you're as mobile as a flipping 82-year-old straight out of retirement. God-given hell. I've never in my life seen such an immobile midfielder play for my team. Who would win in a boxing match between Yao and Hoibier? Hoibier would lose because it wouldn't be a boxing match. I'd kick him in his balls straight up. And then straight after that, it's going to be a blood fight. There would be no freaking boxing match. He would lose. Don't listen to Toby and all of this. My bacon. Don't listen to all of that. Yeah. He ain't no Viking around here. He really fucking. He's a Viking. He's a Viking. He's he ain't no Viking. When, when he dies, he's going to Valhalla. Yeah. It, it, no, he ain't. They're going to slap yeah. him right back down to earth. <laughs> His spirit will stay on this planet. Didn't you have another <laughs> name for Huibiak, yeah? Huh? There was another name you had for Hoiberg, but you... I called him Hoisin, I called him Horseshit. You, you take your pick. There was something, the is, uh, it? it was glazed and... Oh, yeah, never mind. The, oh, um, the, the glazed donut, the glazed yeah. Danish. Oh, Danish. Yeah, totally like. <laughs> the thing is, Hoiberg is going to leave Spurs. I feel like, come on, that one is that one is inevitable. He's yeah. going to go. It's just a case of how much, right? Well, they, how bid much? 20, they bid 20 million euros. We knocked it back, but they've now sold... I honestly can't believe that we're trying to get double the amount we bought him for. Well, there's fans you know, say he's worth upwards of 40 million on the timeline. Yeah, they're nah, drunk. They're, they're drinking the not. same juice that Lloris has been drinking. He's not worth 40 million. Not, not right now. No chance. Um, I think with 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 Hoibier, it's inevitable that he's gonna go. Like it's clear the club are open to selling him. It's clear the players open to leaving. There's confirmed interest from a from a verified team right so they they want him they've now sold lorente or they're in the process of selling lorente to our yeah, right so it's clear to see that they're going lorente is going. going he's going to um he's going to saudi yeah mm -hmm. so they're gonna go they're gonna come back in for hoibia they're gonna come back he's in for hoibia so. the, the landscape you know bro bro mad very mad but either way hoibia is gonna go man i feel like the, the club are not gonna. I don't see the club holding out for 30 million. I feel like they'll accept less, right? Just to get they him out to. the door, I think God. they'll accept less. But I, I actually felt Spurs could get Spurs could get more than 20 million euros, and I think I'll be proven right because I expect Hoybier to go for more than 20 million pounds. Genuinely, I do. Mm -hmm. I do, yeah. That's your ex partner, of course. You'd want him to be. Oh, shut up, man. This guy's an idiot. <laughs> this guy's an idiot. <laughs> But he's going. But annoyingly, he was the most sellable asset that we had. Of all the players that wanted to leave, I feel like he's one of the ones that would be able to, to fetch the, the most fees. I wasn't worried about moving on Hoibia because I felt like we were always going to get offers. My issue is the rest of the players that I've named beforehand. What are the club doing to try and get these guys out the club? What are they doing? Hey, they, hey, they've just come off tour. You know, give them a, give them a break, give them a chance. No, I'm not giving them a chance. Joe Rodon's been here for three years, and all three years he's not been good enough. Yeah, Rodon is absolutely garbage. Like, honest to God, that guy, he's he smells of shit. My goodness, how did we even, how did we even allow to purchase this guy? How crazy! He's like, he's like, he is exactly what Maguire is without the price tag. He's useless. At least Maguire is good airily. But this, this guy, this guy's garbage. He went to France. They said, no, suckling bleu. They got rid of that you. 
They said we are not paying a penny for this dude. That's what we said. <laughs> freaking, freaking we said, hey, we said to Red, you, 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 said no. Red said, nah, that is, that is hilarious. Man said, Red, sacri- <laughs> when they actually oh, made that sound because because every single Spurs fan apart from maybe one or two could see yo this guy is not good enough like <laughs> what nah, what are you thinking no we are now when I actually deep it we are really bad up because how can we send this guy on loan the French club said oh my god this guy is trash yeah we can, we went back to them. Don't do you remember at the beginning of, of the summer we, we offered we offered Roden to them for a cut price and they they said what? How dare you? We have you haven't heard a rumor for this guy since. Have you not noticed this? Since Nothing. they said no, there's not Nothing. there's not been a single rumor about this guy leaving the club. He is garbage. Nothing. No, no such thing as all Rodon's representatives hear this. Yeah, I hope they hear this. Literally, I hope they literally tell him this because I never want to see this guy at Spurs again. He is garbage. Yeah, click this. Make sure he see. Make sure he hears this at the maximum level, whatever the level is on your stereo. Max that out so he can hear this quote unquote from me. He is garbage. Yeah, get him out of Spurs. ASAP, immediately. Send him to Leeds. Sam Rodon's going to be on your case. (laughs) I couldn't give a flying crap. I don't even know who Sam Rodon is. If he's anything like his brother. brother, Know him, do you? His brother that used to tweet all the time. Know him, do you? (laughs) His brother used to tweet all the time. Whenever people tweet about Joe Rodon, his brother will tweet it and start battling Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's He's like a rider for his brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now you gotta have some shame. If your brother's pie, you gotta have some shame. Please, please, please don't ride out. Listen, we haven't heard Harry Kane's brother since 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 the debacle he made two seasons ago. That guy's kept mute. Yeah, he hasn't even shown. He hasn't even put up a freaking LinkedIn photo. You gotta know your place, bro. Seriously, Sam. Sam, tell your brother because you're you're close to him. Tell your brother he's garbage. Get him out of Spurs, please. Thank you. We were discussing this on the on the um on one of on one of our group chats earlier today, yeah, as well. And like Dave, I think it was me and Dave that were chatting, and Dave made so many good points that I was co-signing as well. And it was like like Spurs, there is a there is a systemic disease, like when it comes to cutting your losses with players, like they just struggle to do it. Like you when are you gonna is- learn? Like, when are you gonna learn? Hmm? Yeah, I agree. I agree. When are you going to learn to cut your losses? And the thing is, the, the problem with Tottenham is, ever so, it's like they dangle a carrot in front of you, right? They give you an indication that, hmm, maybe they're looking to move on players. Like, I remember when, um, when Nuno first came in, they got rid of Sissoko, they got rid of Alderweireld, they got rid of Lamella, they got rid of Wanyama, they, they, they got rid of a, quite a few players. Yamba Tongan, I think Yamba, to be fair, no, Yamba Tongan was... I think he went the season before too. He went the season before, but they they made a concerted effort to try and move players on, right? Mm. But then they let themselves down because the players that they brought in were either too young or they just weren't good enough. Then they had to go again in January. Last summer, they bring in players, 25 and under, red tear, tear, blah, blah, blah. But yet we need more. This summer, but then they... In January, they said, oh, you know what? Matt Doherty, he's not good enough. We're not going to sell him. Let's cut him loose. Let's cut him loose. Let's just terminate his contract. We were like, oh, wow. Spurs can be ruthless. Okay, we need to see more of that. Serge Aurier, that's the player I forgot. Serge Aurier, after the end of the 2021 season, Serge Aurier had a year left on his deal. Spurs offered him a new contract. He said he didn't want to sign the deal. What did they do? They came to a, a deal for mutual termination, Right. 
So they've done, they've, they've, they've been able to mutually terminate Sergio's contract, Matt Doherty's contract. Bit, that seemed a bit nasty on them, to be fair. I didn't yeah, like very story. nasty. Very nasty. nasty. Considering Aurier was probably one of our better players in that bad season. Yeah. However, we're talking about guys who are legitimately dead wood. They are rotting wood. They cannot play another minute for Tottenham. And there's about five, six of them, bro. Five, six of them. Chilling and we're wages. still having this conversation. We're still having this conversation. Cut your losses. Cut your losses. And I'll even, I'll say that myself, even with Hoybier as well. Like, I know we can get more, but if Atletico Madrid were not to offer more money, take the 20 million euros. Right now, get rid of these guys. Cut down the squad. The squad is too big. We've got like 20 million fullbacks, a gazillion yeah. centre-backs, and only one's good enough. We've got like, 10 midfielders and only like five, five, maybe six are good enough. Like, bruh, cut it's the squad. All of that up in the air when you haven't even mentioned the Kane saga. It's actually mad. Bro, no, this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. I'm not even going this in depth about it, but this is just, just to say like just how much is in the air and the season is just around the corner. And like, yeah. I just think back to like this time last year where we had the crook as a director of football. We actually had some urgency in our actions in the transfer market. Like I only remember the the Jed Spence deal taking longer than it probably should have. And we know why. And we know who ran that deal, right? Yeah, exactly. And and it's just like when you've got people in place who can do this kind of thing better than you, um, why not keep them in place? And then you've sat, again, you've sat, you've sat Steinson, you've not even got Scott Munning to help you out and now you've left yourself um drowning in your own work and in your own shit when it's a crucial time time for Spurs and it's just like hiring Paratigi in the first place without doing the due, due diligence on his history ultimately falls on Levy again so like I can't I can't I can't be an apologist for him um anymore like it, it's been shocking from him from the top so this is where um, you're right in saying that it is systemically levy, which has been see the root cause of all of this shit, this 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 window. Like, we're actually forced like. to cut our losses virtually the fact that we're not in Bro. Europe. That's why I like Spurs. Spurs are on the cusp of signing a left-sided centre back, fast, young, looks like he's got some promise. Obviously, going to need some developing, rough around the edges, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And how many fans are excited, bro? How many fans? Not many are excited. And that's not because we're no. signing a bad player. They're not excited because they're like, um, okay, well, Dyer's still here. Sanchez is still here. We need one more centre-back. Tanganga's still here. Rodon's still here. It's very hard to be excited about Spurs because the same guys that have pulled down the team in years gone by, the same names that have been listed, are still here. They're still here. Can, can yeah, I ask a question, bro? And and this goes for you know people in the in the chat. Has uh Jacko come out and said, you know, whether this Velez kid is the next wonder kid? I just want to know because he seems to be in a no. Not sure. Could you do uh your if you, if you end up seeing this Jacko get told about it, feel free to to come on. It's a yeah, nice please. safe space, safe space. It's safe, safe enough. He won't do it, he won't do it. Why not? I don't know. He's scared, probably. I don't know. Oh, he won't do it. Oh, scared. That's just a, saying. That's he's a, been offered it. He's been offered it before. That's a touchy word to use. Scared. Boy, boy. And you don't want that book. No, there was, there was concessions, but he seemed up for it. But well, we'll see. All I'm going to say is this. Yeah, moving forward in terms of the transfers, we've got to the end of this month to get at least four out the window. Yeah, probably do the rest in January. Um. But for me, it's more Tanganga, fine. I guess he can stay until, you know, somebody comes in for him. Rodon, his contract has to get ripped up. <laughs> there's, no, there's no two ways about it. Guy's garbage. <clears throat> As for Dyer, that, what, Dyer's in his final year, right? Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I need that contract to run down. That guy's going to be here for a harsh reality, boy. Yeah. Indeed. Boy. Indeed. Boy. Who else is on the list of going out? Like, there's... 
I even forgot about Tanganga, you know, even though he started the first friendly. He started against West Ham. Um, I don't know. Like, Perisic was apparently really unhappy, wanted to go, seemed on the verge of going to split in Croatia. And then now he's being talked about on the timeline and is looking to stay as a winger. So that's interesting. Not, maybe, that's more, maybe that's more to do with um, him having talks with Ange. I think he wanted I would to actually be yeah, I, I think what? he wanted to leave on the basis of what happened with um, uh, that fraud. Like, if 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 Perisic, if Perisic, obviously, if Perisic was Perisic's only way of playing was going to be left wing back, then by all means, cancel his contract because he can't do it. But if you're telling me Perisic is going to be an option in attack, off why would I say no? Off the bench, every day of the week, every day of the week, he's got technical quality. And he's been around the block every day of the week, right? I don't got, what, I got 14 assists last season or 12. Sorry, yeah. Sorry, silly. Yeah, yeah, keep him. Truth be, if, he's, if he's being an attacker, keep him. Yeah, truth be told, I've never really wanted to get rid of Perisic. Like, I was, if he, if he goes, he goes. But my preference has always been to keep him because why would you, you're just getting rid of a player for the sake of it when you know, even though he sucked defensively at left wing back. The guy clearly possesses quality. Clearly. There's no winger that crosses the ball better than Perisic that we have, right? And he can strike the ball with both feet. And he, at this stage of his career, he's someone who can come on and can cook a little bit um, out wide for the for 10, 15 minutes. So, yeah, man, keep Perisic. Yeah. I feel like I would... Obviously, we, need, we don't know what's happening with Harry Kane, but out wide, certainly, if you're telling me we have Son, Perisic, Solomon... Kuliseski and maybe chucking at Alfie Devine here and there. I'll take that for the season. I would, I would happily take that for the season. Fair enough, man. Fair enough. There was a um, question here for the panel from Wanna Pop. Do you see yourself competing for any trophy with this ownership? If no, why isn't there a protest to get your owners out? Arsenal fan, by can, the way, just want to talk football. I can answer this. Um, Competing for the trophy, to be honest with you, that's a that's a mute point question. You, as Spurs fans, we expect and we would need our club to be competing for a trophy every single season. They have in previous seasons, but recently they haven't because the ownership has been an absolute fox, and the ownership has done this time and time again over twenty years. So there's no point of discussing the whole can we compete for a trophy because. The truth be told is we would probably say no right now and end up going all the way to the final in a freaking Carabao Cup because it's happened before in the past. But in terms of like, why haven't we protested? I'll tell you why we haven't protested. There has been protests actually. But we have too many fans out there that are apologists, you know, for our ownership because our ownership has taken us out of potential uh, bankruptcy in the past. You know, and it really did help us. I'm not going to sit here and lie. Enoch, when they first came in, they really got us out of a very sticky situation. And they've managed to, you know, build us up globally and give us a brand new stadium. But ultimately, football is about winning trophies. Nobody gives a flying rat's ass about your global brand if you're not winning no trophies. And that's where they've gone wrong. But like I said, there's too many fans out there that will always argue, yeah, but look at what they've done. They've moved us forward. They now know us in China. They know us in South Korea. They know us in Australia. Yeah, and they also know we haven't won a trophy in 15 years. So I won't be going to no protest unless I hear or I'm dead sure that something is going to be burnt. And if it is, I'll be there. <laughs> what? Okay, fair enough. Um, yeah, I know I asked this earlier and then we got into it with uh, some of the outgoings, which is probably for the best because I didn't mean to leave that out. But Shakhtar and obviously Barcelona expectations, how do you see kind of Anne setting up for these friendlies with the view of obviously setting us up in the best way for our first Premier League game? Because I can't lie, I don't, I don't want him to continue with this power experiment already. Like, I can't lie, I think we should just chill for a bit, let it cook. In the background, and just get Emerson Royale to come in. Really? 
Um, I think he's shown that he can invert and be good in the first phase of build up, and we know he can defend. <laughs> I mean, that's uh, that's what the score is. Do you want to say anything about this? Mm, I would still persist with Poro, but if Emerson's oh, okay. picked, if Emerson's picked, I'm not really going to complain because I, I think he's proven from last season and even in the preseason games that he he actually looks relatively comfortable playing the inverted role. And I feel like his on-the-ball quality in the in the first phase of play has actually improved quite a lot since he actually joined the club. So if Emerson's picked, I can't really complain at that, to be honest. But I know my I know what my preference is. Just just for the, the record and those that are watching and listening, uh, a lot of Tobias's preferences in recent years have been stinkers. So let's let's just not go on his preferences because they haven't worked that well. Yeah. So you know, at least at least Kane is allowing you to, you know, hold your foot. Because that and son. And son. Oh, get out of here. We some played last season broken, bro. I'm not having that. And still hit double no, has anyone mentioned regular tonight yet as well? Nobody cares about regular. Move on. This is what Nobody I mean. Nobody gives a fine crap about that. Either. How is he still? Yeah, he's. He, I can't see him anywhere near the team. I think he might be going social dad, which means, which means that, um, yeah, because uh, social dad are in for him. My preference would be to. I said it already. My preference would be to um, to obviously destiny as a start, and I would have. I would actually have regular on his backup, but it seems as if he's probably going to be sold. So if he is sold. So be it. Um, it's gonna have so to be. Have to get taps over. It's like, they're probably gonna I, put I, Ben Davies cover. Left no, left. for the love of God, no! I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, bro. I know, I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Logic will tell you move Mickey to the backup if you have to get taps over. So you have to. For the, I mean, what happened to Spence? Where is this? You? He's there. He's there. He's, he's there. there. He was injured. Yeah. He'll be loaned out. I think. I think he'll probably be loaned out to a prem team because I can't mm. see. I can't see. There's no with no European football. I can't see us keeping this this bigger squad. It just won't make any sense whatsoever. It's, it'll be so stupid. It'll be so stupid. What a mess. Honestly, I think we line up with relatively our strongest lineup um, that Ange thinks we have for this. Uh, the next two games. I think he's going to get that team match fit uh, in preparation for Brentford away, which is just going to be an absolute dogfight. I do like the yeah. fact, though, that Ange, um, he makes wholesale changes at halftime, which is good. Like, literally, no one stays on. Everyone comes off because... Yeah, the with, 11 Yeah, the eleven is good. Yeah. Yeah, with, with, the, with the limited minute that we have, it's good that everyone gets, everyone gets a run out. So, um... I expect it will, it will be much of the same against Shakhtar the next. We're going to see the 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 A, the A team start the game, and then we'll see the B team finish the game. Um, and I'll be real, the B team, mate, the B team have been more impressive than the A team. I'm not going to lie to you. The B team have been 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 more impressive than the A team. I feel like in the B team, there's a lot more tenacity, right? Um, there's a lot more tenacity in the B team. There's a lot. I think the B team are are, are just more aggressive players like when you look in the forward position the midfield positions you got dogs they're like guys who want to put in the dog work right um but obviously you know the a team have just got that bit of class right on the ball so yeah um yeah i expect it'll be much the same against Pacta Donetsk however it will be good to see Spurs up close in person because obviously we've we've only been watching from our TVs on Sunday it will be Real life, obviously, it's going to be Ange's first home game. Obviously, not official home game, but it will be Ange's first home game. So, yeah, I'm sort of looking forward to it, to be honest. I've not actually been disappointed with what I've seen from Tottenham in pre-season, which is, which is something I couldn't say much of last season. Last season with Conte, it, was, it wasn't like it was awful, but it wasn't good either. Like, it was just there. It was just there. This, this pre-season, I've actually seen Spurs play some good stuff with a variety of players as well, right? Um, the, the, the stinky ones have... Some of the stinky ones have actually even been been good. So 
I don't really have much complaint in terms of the performance, and I hope to see much of the same performances, and I hope to see much of the same on Sunday. With all of that said as well, and we know we've obviously got a bit of an A team, a bit of a B team so far, but with the like things which are happening in the market right now, do we change the A team for Shakhtar and perhaps just start with Charleston instead of Kane, for example? Start even the Selkso maybe, like, and just accept what we think Ange might be looking to do going into the season because there's some clear outperformers and obviously Kane probably not going to be here next season. So what would be the point in him starting like with the likes of Kulisevsky and some when you could probably give Richarlison those minutes to kind of just get him more used to a forward line and a, in a we don't know. Game. We don't know yet, right? It, we don't know if Kane's is, is going to be here or not next next this once the season starts in like a week. Hmm. Bit. We don't know that. Bill so, would have you think that he's a rubbish player anyway. So, yeah, you might yeah, be right. They're, they're idiots. They're idiots. Yeah, they're absolutely idiots. <laughs> I think um, I think the way Andrew's doing it is fair, to be honest, because to be honest, I'm not really fussed whether it's Richardson that starts or Kane that starts. As long as everyone gets sufficient minutes, that's all that matters. So it doesn't really make a difference for me personally. Um, however, I do get your point in terms of guys who are going to be around getting more minutes to get themselves up to speed and probably just on a chemistry front um, if someone's going to be a first teamer you want them to sort of familiarise themselves with the players that they're going to be playing with week in week out so yeah 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 fair enough and obviously I agree with um, what kind of Miles and Wes are saying in the comments as well Bayern do need to be more up front they, they just need to learn what happened with Man City in uh in 2021 to be fair yeah and put up but yeah um i think that's everything covered for the evening lads again thank you for for joining us uh this evening in my first part back in weeks thank you everyone in the in the stream in the comments as well big up wait, wait, before we go we're not gonna go. we've got six we're not gonna touch on and dom no um oh, it broke my heart too much but oh, i just want to say i, I don't want to talk about it. i don't agree <laughs> I don't agree. Um, I think um, before you say your piece, those I just want to say, even though Ange, obviously, I can see why he's got him in the side and he's kind of looked to a favourite him over and dump for his off-the-ball qualities. I just think I, it's hard to know what's going on in the background. Obviously, it's not the first manager to do this to and dump, but... He, the Celso is just too limited on the ball for me. He annoys me so much when I see him. I, it reminds me of me playing six aside for the first time in weeks. Like I'm not getting my head up. I'm not aware of what I'm doing. I'm limited and sticking to the basic things. He can only shift it one way. He's very one-footed and he's only got one above-average pass in his locker and that's an infield left-foot pass, which, I mean, if you watch enough tape on him, that's easy just to cut off the angle, right? And other than that, he's just doing five, ten-yard passes. He's a decent dribbler and can probably get out of trouble at times. He's good at timing runs into the box in, uh, I guess, lower tempo games. But it's just Ndombele has so many more strings to his bow, especially as a creative player. Like, so Easy. many more. Like, I don't have enough time to list them all. Like It's genuinely too much. But... Easy. We don't know what's going on behind the scenes, and it's just annoying. I think we've, I think we've end on Billy. It's, 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 it's sad. Obviously, it's not, it's nothing's been confirmed yet. So we could all be saying this, and for we know, he stays and and uses him. But reports are obviously suggesting that he's potentially off to Turkey. And at this point, I'm disappointed, man. I'm just disappointed because it's like this will be six managers. This will be six managers now. Like, at what point do we stop putting the onus on managers and put the onus on Endombele? He he's the only the only person who can be blamed here is Endombele. It's up to him to force himself into contention. Everyone knows that he's better than the Celso. A blind man could see he's better than the Celso. But the problem is the Celso annoyingly has actually kept himself fit for once, and when in the games he's played. 
he's made a positive impression on the manager. Against poor opposition, yes, but he's made a positive impression on the manager. And he's doing the things that the manager wants in this new style formation. Now, of course, we haven't seen Ndombele play it, but if there's noise behind the scenes that he's agreeing to, he's agreeing terms with with Turkey, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it tells you that Ange Postecoglou is more than fine with selling Ndombele. And as sad as it is to see him leave, nobody can sit here and say that like this is unjustified and stuff. Yes, he's the better player. Yes, I wanted him picked over Le Celso, but I'm not going to cry over spilt milk when he gets sold or if he gets sold because it's enough now, man. Six managers and you still can't cut it? Nah, you only have yourself to blame. It was always it was always him versus him here. Not him versus Andrew, or him versus other players. It was Ndombele, Ndombele versus Ndombele. And from what it sounds like, he can't beat himself. Simple. Yeah, I mean, I hope... <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I hope that's yeah. definitely not true. Hey, yo. <laughs> no, no, no. Hey, I'm even going to I tried, I tried to swim it. I, I tried to swim it. You... Nah, okay. I'm telling but you. Nah, um... F the pause, man. I swear to God, you, you F the pause. You take that to the bank. You take that F to the bank, pause. player. Wow. F the pause. Oh, yeah. my goodness. And Dombele, still to this day, will be and still probably remains one of the most talented players I've seen play for Spurs. And it annoys me that body language Twitter may have won this round because, I mean, one, the Celso showed worse anyway. But two, like, they just weren't open to him being involved in the outside, even though we apparently, if other reports were true, turned down a bid for Ndombele for, like, 20 yeah. million. Just so, just so Ange could have a look at him because he himself was open to Ndombele being part of the squad. So when fans were kind of coming out and just immediately writing him off and not being open to him playing for Spurs, it's like, these are the kind of talented players we've been screaming for for yeah. the longest time. Like, at least yeah. be open to it happening. Yeah. And plus, um, Lo Celso stinks, man. Like, listen, I'll be real. Lo Celso isn't... Lacelso isn't the worst player ever, but for Tottenham, he genuinely has played like he's one of the worst players ever. Bar a two-mark spell in his first season, this guy has legitimately been dog crap for Tottenham. Unless they're playing, playing, unless they're playing literally the lowest of low opposition in Europa League at home, favorable circumstances where he's not going to get pressed, his his passing angles aren't going to be cut off. Oh, yeah, he looks great then. Ask this guy to play, to even give you a 6 out of 10 performance in a Premier League match against teams who can press, who can, who can limit, limit what, limit the, 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 the actions that he wants to take on the football pitch. And then you see the stinky Arsenal Celso that has been around for Spurs for the last couple of years. People want to say, oh yeah, he's impressed at Villarreal. I don't care that he's impressed at Villarreal. I care about what he does for Tottenham. And for Tottenham, this guy flipping stinks. But, 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 if And wants to keep him, if And wants to keep him, I'll shut up. I'll actually shut up. In fact, if I'm Ange not going to shut up. Keep him and he can if be himself, wants to keep I guess him, he has to stay. What it is. I will accept that. I will accept that. I just hope that this guy stops playing like a scrub when it matters. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of him struggling to trap a ball against mediocre opposition. I'm sick of him running into, into traffic. I'm sick of him not being able to strike a ball properly. I'm sick of him not being able to take corners properly. I am sick of this guy playing like a piece of crap for Tottenham. If you are going to forgot about his team, lack of awareness, well. his lack of composure as well, it's Damn. so annoying. If you're gonna, bro, if you're gonna, people show me clips of him and Villarreal. I don't give a shit. Villarreal is, is not Tottenham Gallagher. Though. I want to see I him play one for Tottenham Hotspur because I actually used to like the Celtic. And this guy let me down. I'm sorry. No. If you're going to stay, perform. These preseason little clips and cameos, I want to see that in real life against real opposition with a pulse. Not no flipping eighth tier Mongolian league, Lion City Sailors or whatever. Sorry. Or Thailand league. Sorry. Why am I saying Mongolian? Thailand. Right? I want to see a competent player. I don't even need to see an elite player. Just give me a competent player. I'm literally begging for the bare minimum. A competent footballer. Can you do that for me, Lasalso? Lasalso, can you do something for me? 
please. Can you do something for me? Sheesh. Hey. Yo. I felt that. I felt that. Is he at least better than Gallagher, though? I think he might be. Gallagher is ass. He's yeah. ass. They're the same thing. Honestly, Gallagher is just a better shooter of the ball. They're the same damn thing, bro. Gallagher. So, yes, if you're asking me, would I rather keep Lacelso or buy Conor Gallagher? I'm keeping Lacelso because 50 million on Gallagher is absolutely egregious for a player who has just as many vulnerabilities in the midfield as Lacelso. Nope. I'm keeping Lacelso every day. Gallagher day. is without a shadow of a doubt. A very clear indication that there is money laundering in football. This is a Gallagher move is drug money. Nobody can tell me otherwise. No, that yeah. Livramento move was drug money. No, 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 no. If we spend 50 million on Gallagher, I promise you we are selling coke underneath our stadium, like freaking St. Patrick was underneath truth. Yeah, there is no way. Gallagher for 50 million is a legit transfer. That is is in Argentina. So all I'm telling you is that we are moving Coke if we ever sign that you for 50 million. Damn. Yeah, we're gonna need some of that in the self stand if that happens, then fuck no. Anyway, what sign off that is. (laughs) I guess you got that all off your chest as well. Um anyway. Thank you again to all those in the stream. Thank you again to my lovely co-hosts. I'm not going to circle back to that open global pause because that's not what we do anymore. But anyway. <laughs> Peace out. Bless. On debut, on Dombele has scored the equaliser for Spurs. Lucas Moura clips it. Oh, great goal! Stephen Bergwijn has arrived in North London! That is absolutely incredible on debut! Oh, yay! Sports Social Podcast Network.